everybody. This is the Creativity Cocktail. It's Winston. I'm here today with the one of the most wonderful people that you will ever encounter. Miss Nicole Burgess. Hi, Nicole. How are you? Hi, Winston. I'm good. How are you? <laughs> Nicole is a wonderful actor and uh, she's been involved with so many amazing things. Uh, I know she's from uh, the Carolinas, uh, North Carolina, if I recall correctly. Um, you know, she's helped me out and helped others out so many times. So, Nicole, it is great to have you on the Creativity Cocktail Podcast. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. It's fantastic. So, um, in the past, we would kind of just go into, like, what we talk about. But since we are in pandemic land and the world and those kind of things, I always have to ask this question to start off with. And just like, how have you been dealing with what's been going on? Yeah, so it's obviously put a halt on all of my plans like it has with everyone else. Um, but I've, I've managed. I'm just, I'm around family and I'm, I've been working from home and still keeping up with social media and the news to find out what's going on, what's the latest. Um, but it's been, it's been, it's been okay. It was probably the most difficult when it was mandatory for everyone to stay home. But now that I'm not sure if everywhere else has opened up, but North Carolina, where I am, has opened up slightly. So I can go out and go into stores and get coffee and stuff like that, (laughs) get some tea. I remember like right when we had this shut down, I used to like to go and take my walks, right? There's a trail not too far from where I live. So I remember going out to the trail, like this was the day before or the day of, right, the day before, I think it was right the day before the official start of the, of the, um, of the shutdown. And I get on the trail and I hear this booming voice from somewhere. It says, sir, please turn around, go back to your house. <laughs> I couldn't really tell where it was. And then it was like, like around the bend of the, of the trail was some guy, some cop, I guess, on some kind of like cool buggy telling, I was like, damn. And I was saying, and I was saying to myself, man, for some reason, I should have figured it out because I was just walking with my headphones on, like not even thinking, ooh, I'm just doing my walk. And nothing in my mind said, hey, Winston, you're like the only guy out here. Right, <laughs> <laughs> okay. like you didn't notice any, like, no. like no one was there. <laughs> yeah. I should have said to myself, hey, um, this is not the typical thing. <laughs> you know, there's nobody out here but you. So tell me, I think before we started the uh, the podcast, you were telling me this really cool story about um, about the shutdown, and you were on set. Tell tell the audience about that. Well, yeah, well, yeah, I was um, I was in the Outer Banks in North Carolina, which is like the coastline, and it's pretty far away from the inland area where where I am. So it's but about a three and a half to four hour drive to get there. So to leave, so when you're there, you're 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 staying until you're done with whatever you're doing, right? So I was there for a short film. We were there for about a week, possibly a little, maybe a little bit over a week. And so we're filming, filming. And as we're filming every day, we start hearing more and more news about the virus and how it's spreading and it's, it's spreading across Europe and it's getting to the edge of North, of, um, North America. Yeah. And so we're like, hmm, we still have a couple more days to film. So we're just gonna keep doing this and hopefully it doesn't get to us, right? So. As we're like, as we're going on, it's like states start states are starting to shut down. So we're right. like, okay, and and meaning like you can't go anywhere. Like wherever you are, you've got to stay where you are. 
So it's getting closer and closer and closer. And we're like, we still have a quarantine. going up there, I'm sure. Quarantined yeah. <laughs> Am I going to get quarantined in the Outer Banks? And we were monitoring it. And I think it was literally the day we finished shooting was when they shut down North Carolina. Oh and God. I was like, wow, wow. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't have been a bad thing to get quarantined at the beach, you know? Right, right. Like, that's like my, my story. I think I was telling you that I was this close to booking a, a flight to Italy. And I... Um, and I just didn't the day before Italy got locked down from the United States and all of Europe got locked down because I could have got caught in Italy, yeah. um, which doesn't sound like a bad thing generally. Yeah. <laughs> but in this case here, they were really going <laughs> yeah. through the, the, a really tough time. So I, I'm glad that that didn't happen. But now I'm hoping that one day, probably the one thing that sucks the most about um, the pandemic, besides the fact that I can't see my family as much as I'd like to, um, is the fact that traveling is not what it used to be. Yeah. I know. And yeah. that actually bothers me because I, I love to just get up and go, or I'm a jet setter, I guess you'd call yeah. it. Yeah, I've, I've seen some of those things. I'm like, where is Nicole? She's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was a good couple of years when I was, I was living out of a suitcase practically, just everywhere. But, and ever since the pandemic, it's like I've been able to go to the beach, <laughs> the close beach, not the four-hour away beach, but that's it. And I'm, I'm kind of like, part of me is okay with it because everyone is, is still and stationary. But then that's that like, that adventurer side of me that's just like itching to get out and go somewhere. But I don't want to now because I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to get stuck in, this, in Italy or something like that. Yeah, I, I tell you, there's something I did. I had like this, this thing that happened in my bones the other day. Like it was telling me like, hey it's been too long before you too long since you've traveled somewhere like every july my body's used to going and doing something officially right somewhere and this summer i have not you know the, the most exciting thing i've done is go to Publix, the supermarket <laughs> <laughs> which actually is very exciting for a lot of people like a lot of people are still in the house and haven't gone anywhere I went to one group of, of friends and we had this kind of barbecue and we were like yelling at each other from across the <laughs> backyard because no one wanted to be close. We're all around the same age group. And so no one wants to be close to each other. And I'm saying to myself while we're yelling, I was like, this can't be helpful. Yeah. Spraying our droplets by yelling across his <laughs> yard. <laughs> I was like, because you know, they say don't get infected with the droplets. But if you're yelling, doesn't the droplets go further? I'm yeah, like, <laughs> I guess. probably does protect, right? I would think that they would be going somewhere. So. And then the wind comes, you know. That's like, right. And I was like, oh my gosh, I got to be like downwind or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Tell us about your, your path, your acting path. Tell us how, you know, how long you've been involved, some of the things you've been involved in. Tell us about some of that. Okay, well, so I started acting when I was like two. Fantastic. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's dance really, but there's an element of acting that, that goes along with dance and perform, like stage performance. Um, but it wasn't until I was in middle school that I started doing actual stage uh, plays. And then in high school, I did musicals. And then in college, it was, I got deeper into like the actual training of acting. Okay. And then after college, I did web TV hosting for oh. a few years. And so that got me trained as far as like memorizing really long scripts and having to do single cuts. 
Um, and then after that, I started doing commercial, professional commercial work and television and film work. And then I sort of brought myself back to play plays, um, not really musicals, but um, just stage, stage plays and theater, which I love. I just love performing. And you uh, are amazing. I've seen your performances. They're phenomenal. Yeah, oh, thank you. Yeah, I mean, I love it. It's just something about the art of of acting that just it allows me to tap into elements of myself that I've never that I can't usually express. Um, usually, you know, you're out in public or you're out with your friends or your family, and you have to sort of keep things together. You know, life isn't a reality TV show, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but when you're on stage, you can tap into those deep parts of yourself that need to be expressed or any repressed emotions you can allow to come out in a character. So acting for me is just, it's, it's my life. Like, I don't know what I would do if I'm not performing or really being creative, but, but performing, you know, right. in any medium, I just, I just, it's necessary for me. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I, the thing about web TV, I could tell before we started, I was like, you either should have had or could have your own, podcast or television show you, you got that voice that you know that that tv host everyone always tells me that. they're like do you do radio and i'm like no maybe i should yeah, i remember because in one of my productions i asked you to help me do a voiceover for Paul. oh that's right yeah, yeah. that's right yeah. Yes, yeah. that, that that's still out there somewhere too on one of those trailers, and, and oh, I, think, cool. I think that's probably the reason why we get views on it. They're like, "Who is that voice?" <laughs> well, hi, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that voice? So, when you think about your creative path these days, um, like before I ask that, well, like with the pandemic, like what are you up to? Are you up to? You know, I know it's challenging to you know to be involved in anything. Tell us about what you're up to right now. Well, so um, North Carolina has opened back up sort of limitedly. And so I've, I've actually been able to work. Um, I was telling you earlier before we started the show that I was on set for a shoot at University of North Carolina. And it was for the healthcare. And it was about um, just um, hand hygiene and stuff like that. So it was related to the situation that's going on in the pandemic. But I was like, I was telling you, I was on set and we had to film it twice. So obviously everyone on set has to have a mask on if you're not filming or, you know, use the six foot rule. Um, but we had to also film the scenes twice, once wearing, once wearing a mask and then once not wearing a mask. And so we're talking, like I was telling you, we're talking like pages of script. Yes. And so, and I, and I was like, I was telling you earlier, I used to have asthma as a kid. I don't know if it's because I used to run track or I was really active. And anyway, so when I wear a mask for too long, that asthma starts to flare back up. So I'm on set and I'm doing my lines and all of a sudden I'm starting to feel lightheaded and dizzy. <laughs> like I start oh heartbeating and I'm like, what's going on, <laughs> you know? Wow. So I had to like push through and get it done um, with the mask on. And then luckily we were able to do the same scene without the mask, but it's just, it's really interesting. I'm not sure if other other productions, if people are filming right now, I'm not sure if other people are doing that, but it's definitely been interesting since the pandemic being on set. Yeah. Um, and also uh, with the pandemic, it's auditioning. So I, I'm auditioning left and right, but it's at my home, which okay. is like- How is that? 
Well, so I'm okay with that because I've done a lot of um, home auditions in the past, but now it's like every day, every day. And I'm used to being able to at least go to my agency or meet up with a friend, but now it's every day. So I've asked everyone that's around me, my sister, my friends, you know what I'm saying? My roommates, I'm like, can you read for me? You know, And they're not actors, so it's like, you gotta get a call from you that's a good one right there yeah read for you that's awesome yeah that's true but yeah. so it's been in it's been interesting trying to reorganize and re resituate everything through the yeah. pandemic yeah so you're, you're in how was the north carolina world in general from a from a entertainment film theater perspective i'm not super familiar with that area yeah, well, so North Carolina had a huge film budget years ago. Um, big shows like Homeland was film, were filmed here. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, and then you've got Screen Gems, which is in Wilmington, uh, which is oh, by the yeah. way, me. I love um, Screen Gems, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so a lot of shows like Sleepy Hollow um, were filmed here. A lot of Fox TV shows. Um, I can't think of any others, but I know like a lot of a lot of shows have been filmed here. And luckily with North Carolina, it's considered Southeast, so... A lot of work that I actually book here in North Carolina, I actually go to Atlanta to film. And, you know, I lived in Atlanta for three years, um, so I'm familiar with that area. And so it's always nice whenever I get a project and I get to come back to Atlanta. Yeah. Um, and that's actually the reason why I moved to Atlanta in the first place is because I was booking so much work in Atlanta from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. I was like, let me just go ahead and move. Um, which was great. I had a great time. I got to meet wonderful people like you. Well, thank you. Thank you. I'm glad you came here for Atlanta for your three years. Yeah. And, um, you know, there is probably some level of chance that you will be back in Atlanta at some point in your life. Yeah, I've been back to audition and I've got, I still have tons of friends and tons of project, ongoing projects in Atlanta. So I know I'm going to be back and forth a lot. That's, That's awesome. So you have been in acting all your life. So tell us about through your journey of life. Um, so, you know, between the time you were two until you're, you know, till now to your, you know, you're 21. Um, between <laughs> those- <laughs> sure. Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> yeah. Between those that span of time, who have been some of your mentors? Who have been some of the people that have helped guide you? Um. Wow, I've never actually thought about this. Um, a lot of my mentors have been people that I've worked with that were a little bit older. Um, I've been really fortunate to work with some really amazing people. Um, and so I've, I sort of watch them on set. Yeah. Um, and if I get a chance, I try to, like, I try to pick their brain. Um, a lot of times mentors for me can be um, writers, playwrights even, um, directors. Uh, I just, I like to learn from anyone and everywhere. Um, And yeah, so that's as far as like knowing them personally, but obviously everyone has their, the people that they look up to. So their favorite actors and actresses. And I obviously will spend a lot of time watching old films or I'll spend a lot of time watching films, people that I really, really admire. Who are some of those people? Like who are a couple of those people? Yeah, well, so I actually really love old films. So one of my favorite actresses is actually Audrey Hepburn. Oh, wow. She has that wonderful style, right? Yeah, it's a wonderful style. Just the the way things were done back in the old days, I guess. Um, The filming was just different. Everything was more organic. Um, Even though sometimes, like, you'd see, like, it seems like they're overacting. It was just so effortless. Like, 
there was always singing involved in in the films and so and the singing was never like over the top it was never um you know these i don't yeah. know how the hell music is today it was always just very breath very you know earthy very um natural and that's what it i flowed, liked. right it flowed with this yeah. Yeah, environment the story because it just reminded me of my grandmother and my grandmother used to perform my grandmother used to sing to me when i was young so oh. yeah so i love watching people like audrey hepburn um and then i have i guess i have favorites now um i don't know it's, it's so weird I, I admire so many people that it's hard to just pick one and say yeah this person has been like who i've been looking up to my whole career well let me ask you this so when you think about I'm sure you are a connoisseur of great content of some kind, whether it's, you know, um, television or theater or movies. Tell us about something recent that kind of connected with you, something that you consumed recently. You're like, this is phenomenal. Hmm. What have I connected to recently? Um... I watch, I've been watching a lot of Netflix and I like movies that have to do with like time travel or alternate dimensions. Oh, cool. So um, the, the film that I recently, I'm not sure if I connected to it in the sense that you're saying, but I, I like it and I would watch it again and again. There's a movie on Netflix called The Old Guard. It's with Charlie's. Oh yes, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why, I just really liked that film. I really liked it. And I'm like, I'm hoping they do a sequel because I was like, no, I need to know more. Yeah. Um, she's but I one like of the that. best action stars there is. She's, she's phenomenal. Great. She's a phenomenal. I, and as a matter of fact, she's one of those actresses that I, I admire and I look up to. Um, but yeah, that I like stuff like that. I like anything to do with time travel, anything to do with alternate dimensions, anything to do with like not this reality. Yeah, I love that stuff too. Wow, you made me think about that. Because I think I watched the documentary or, you know, like an after, you know, like a YouTube thing with her talking. Oh, it was a Comic-Con at home thing where she was being interviewed about that old guard. And it was like an hour. And I like watched it a whole hour. And the whole thing was an hour and a half or whatever. That, that movie was really good. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. Yeah, the actress there, the, 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 the young lady who played, a, you know, the young lady that played with her, Mm -hmm. um, young, um, a black girl. Like, I wonder who she is because she too had such a powerful yes. physicality. I was just like, this girl is fantastic. Right. She's she, she's, yeah. she's gonna be in a lot of stuff coming up. I guarantee because she just she, she carried like every scene she was in. She was just yeah. amazing. She, very powerful. She, very powerful. She really was. So and, yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna ask you to do. Um, I'm gonna ask you for your help with something. I want Nicole to give like a little mini masterclass on acting, you know, in a few minutes masterclass and like have two or three elements. If someone's out there and they haven't heard, you know, they say, oh, you know, I want to be a creator. I want to be an, an actor. And, but I don't know what to do first. I don't know what to say, what to think about, what's the first step. I want you to maybe spend a couple of moments with giving them just like a couple of bits of guidance to kick sure. themselves off. So Sure. Well, so what I've discovered in my um, 10 plus years <laughs> of acting is that acting is... <laughs> Sorry, 
You're following the you're following the through line from two to twenty one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Um, acting is reacting. So and listening. So it's not so much about let me make sure I'm I'm presenting myself uh, the way the character should be presented. It's more about listening to your scene partner. Are you listening to them? Are you hearing what they're saying? What the dialogue is saying coming out of their mouth? Are you watching their mannerisms? Are you taking note, oh, he raised an eyebrow just now. How does that change the way the dialogue came out of his mouth? Wow. Um, so acting is reacting. Acting is listening, um, paying attention to your surroundings, hearing things that are going on, taking note of things that are going on. Um, and acting, um, so I guess it's sort of two things, is reacting and listening. And the third thing, which I think is actually the most important, is speaking from your truth. So it's not about what you think you're supposed to say. It's about what you as the character are feeling in that moment, what you as the character are expressing. Um, so it's a very truthful medium and that's why I love it so much is because like I had mentioned earlier, you can, uh, you can express the sides of yourself that you normally would not be able to express. Um, you, can, you can work through maybe childhood issues or um, struggles that you've had with any sort of situation that you have, you can work through it with the art, with, through the medium of acting, because all of those, all of those feelings that you have can come out through, um, through the dialogue that you're expressing. So, so it's very important to stick to your truth, again, listening and reacting are the things that I would suggest to any newcomer or even an experienced actor. That is awesome. You know, I listened to a gentleman, um, Lom Baumgartner. If I, if I mispronounce your name, please, you know, please forgive me. Um, and he shared what you just did, um, and about the behaviors that you really have to think about um, as an actor. And I tell you, my short stint in acting really gave me such an appreciation for what you guys do, and, and I think it really actually helped me as a writer. Um, that when I write stuff, I write it like thinking about the actors. Like what would be the behavior that he or she would respond back and forth. And I think it's made me pretty decent by doing it that way. And, and one thing you said there, Nicole, that I really, really feel is just really like you, right? Like your, your choices. Like if I'm writing something and, and I don't feel like me coming through it, you know, like who, my, my, my truth, that's what you said, like my truth coming through it. I tell you, I'll stop. Yeah. I'll, I'll scrap it. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, because it doesn't feel authentic. That's right. Like pushing something. And if it feels like you're pushing, then you just got to dial it back and say, wait, no, let me ground myself and speak from my, from my heart. Essentially. Every day I write down, I use this system because every day in my life, I get a new idea for a story, at least one, if not 10 in a day. And I can't tell if it's real or not until I start to try to write it. I can't tell if it's a decent idea or not. Mm -hmm. And so if I get 10, and it's probably the same way you think about your choices, right? When you're, you're going to perform. Eight of them 
I'll get to a certain a, to a certain period of point and be like, yo, this whole idea sucks. It's gonna, it's, that's the end of this story. <laughs> that's the end of that. It was an idea, but I can't tell if an idea is something until I do something right. with the idea. Mm-hmm. So that leads me to my next question, and this is probably going to be um, um, the most intense. So are you ready? Yes. So uh, <laughs> we created this organization because we know there's a lot of creative people like us that are out there, and our whole world is going through a traumatic episode right now. 2020 is a traumatic episode in the history of the world. Yeah. Uh, there, there is no doubt about it. So someone out there right now, they're feeling anxiety or depression, or they're feeling like, I don't know what to do. I was a creative person, or I want to be a creative person, but I don't know what to do. I'm hurting on some level. And as you and that person talking now, I'm not in the room. I'm not part of the conversation. And this this person turns to you and he says, Nicole, what do I do? I was a creative person. Oh, I want to be a creative person. What's the first step? So what's the first word you tell them? And then what guidance do you give them? Oh, boy. Um, Well, I say do it. If you have any urge to be creative, do it, because that's what we're here to do. We're here to be creative. That's what I firmly believe. I believe that every single person on this earth has, has, has creativity in them and their purpose is to express that creativity. Now we all express our creativity in different ways. Some people draw, some people paint, some people act, some people write, some people um, take care of their children, some people express their creativity in business, some people express their creativity in in building um, architecture or construction. There's many ways to be creative and in times like these, I think uh, we need to continue to be creative. I think stopping and, and waiting and worrying is, is the, antithesis, the antithesis of creativity. I think the more we create, the more we connect to each other, the more we can connect to the world around us, the more we can feel good in our hearts. So I understand that now is a really tough time, especially for people who may have already have pre-existing um, anxieties or feelings of depression. And now coupled with the fact that we, we can't really do what we wanted to do, we're sort of stifled or we're sort of, we feel a little bit caged. And I'm, I'm the type of person that I don't like being told that I can't do something. Yeah. And to be told to stay home and, and, and do this and do that, or you can't do this, you can't do that is really, really difficult for me. But I, it's, ironic but I turn to creativity I just as long as I'm writing or designing designing jewelry or reading or acting or anything anything that sparks my creativity it just instantly gives me a boost and I think I think we all can do that from no matter where we are that's wonderful that's beautiful um, thank you for sharing that sure mm. I think I've shared this before for those of you who have listened to the Creativity Cocktail since we've done it, I believe that, um, to what you just said, I believe that our creativity is one of the ways that we exemplify the spirit that's within us. Yeah. Like a lot of times we as humans, we're trying to figure out this whole thing about spirituality, right? 
regardless of what we believe in. We're like, well, do we believe in that? Do we believe in this? How do we believe that? How does, how does it all work? But one of the things that makes us different than all of the other creatures on earth is our spirit. Mm-hmm. And that spirituality, to me, it manifests itself in creativity. Right. A lot. Like when you are being creative, it's like, like how is this happening? What is going on? What is, what is the power that is making that happen? And, and, and I, I liken it to instant manifestation. So um, a lot of people on the, spirit, the spiritual path will talk about manifesting the things that you want or speaking words, uh, speaking, speaking the things that you want to come to fruition. And I think that being creative is instant manifestation. You're, you're making something. You're yeah. literally manifesting something right there in front of your face. And no matter what it is, no matter what it is, um, it could even be your manifesting happiness, you know? It's, so it's just, yes. being creative for me is number one, always. It is, yeah. I, I, I said something once and uh, someone gave a comment on one of our YouTube videos and, and I was like getting really hyped. Like I was, I don't know, I was talking to some people in a, in a panel and I was getting really hyped on it. And I said that we, need to create as human beings, but we need to consume great stuff at the same time. Mm-hmm. We got to do them both. Yeah. And if we do them both, we create this fantastic super cycle that keeps going back and forth and back and forth. And we create a cycle of dopeness. <laughs> and I was saying myself, <laughs> and, and I just thought I was just saying something. This person was like, oh, you got to use that for something. And I was like, well, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you know, it sounds corny. Or at least I thought it sounded corny, but it's, it's true. It is true. Yeah. I think um, what we consume is, is who we, what we become, you know, isn't That's there right. <laughs> about that with food, you know, like what you eat, you are what you eat. It's the same thing with um, what you consume. So if you're constantly consuming negativity, you're going to feel negative. If you're constantly yes. consuming things that make you feel good about yourself, things that make you happy or proud, um, things that make you feel creative or things that make you feel connected to others, then you're going to be that way. Wow. I am so, so thankful for you to join us here today. Nicole, someone out there, they're saying, I got to hear more from Nicole. I got to talk to her more. How can they connect with you? Sure. Uh, So I'm on Instagram. It's Nicole underscore Burgess. I have to remember my own Instagram thing. (laughs) Um, So I'm on Instagram and I'm also on Facebook. It's just Nicole Burgess. And um, I'm on yeah, I don't really use LinkedIn or Twitter like that. So, yeah. but Instagram and Facebook are the primary ways people can reach out mm-hmm. to me. I love talking to people. I love um, having a dialogue with, especially with other creative people. I just, you know, love collaborating. And that's, that's awesome. Hey, hi. Everyone wants, everyone wants to reach out. <laughs> that's awesome. I tell you, you, go to her IG. You can live vicariously through all of the places that she's visited all over the earth. I'm like, oh my gosh. These are although, all- like, although. <laughs> Probably in the next year, it's going to be like, oh, wow, she went to the grocery store. That's right. <laughs> right. Let me vlog. Let me vlog from the meat aisle. <laughs> so. yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's in her shopping cart. <laughs> That's right. That. I got some vegetarian burgers. <laughs> Basically, yeah. That's awesome. I, I have a question to ask you. 
Um, will you join us again on the podcast? Yes, absolutely. This has been really fun. Oh, thank you. Uh, for those of you who are out there, we are so excited to have her and our momentum is just continuing to, to grow. At the end of this year, we will be combining this conversation, parts of this conversation with all of the other 60 some odd conversations we've had with people from all over into our documentary and audiobook. And we will use that to help us to, um, to help us to really drive the mission and the culture of what we're doing here at the Creativity Cocktail powered by Rising Tide Charity. And that is to help support artists. There's a lot of artists who have amazing work that needs to get done. And we know that going into 2021, it's going to be a ban banner year for creativity. And everything that you donate will allow for that to happen for multiple artists. But we want to, when you donate, we want to give you something. So we're going to take a, a snippets of awesome conversations like this one with the wonderful Nicole and all the other 60 some odd people that we've had. And by the time we get it together, there'll be a hundred or so people and just share it. So we hope that you subscribe to our channels and to all of the different places that we are. But we also hope that you are helping other people by allowing them to unleash their creativity. Our, um, our mantra is that, you know, creativity unleashes your capacity. The more stuff you create, the more you know what you can do uh, in this world. So again, Nicole, you are fantastic. You're fantastic. So awesome to have you on the podcast. Oh my gosh. This is, <laughs> this is great to have you. And we look forward to having you again. Absolutely. We thank you for joining us today. Remember, God has given you the ability to create abundance and beauty in this world. Every moment is perfect, and you are perfect. Join us on the Creative Circle on Facebook and our Creatives community via our website to receive exclusive productivity and creativity content. We are on all social media platforms as the Rising Tides Charity, and we hope that you will share with us a bit about who you are and what you're going through. Again, thank you for joining us today on the Creativity Cocktail powered by Rising Tides Charity.